You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. I definitely, you know, I also think it's valid, even if you've been doing online business for a long time, the space changes, right? Like what's working versus what's not working. Like things are just different. So what is up, y'all? Welcome besties to another episode of the Best Life Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jill Coleman. And this is Danny J. Yay. Um, What are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about starting from scratch or starting over in business and online business particularly. Um, this was kind of brought up because I recently have kind of gone back to the drawing board and trying to relaunch some of my old programs that I haven't done in three years. And it's been really a lesson in humility and a lesson in just remembering what it's like at the beginning. And I know, Jill, you work with a lot of beginners, and so you see it firsthand all the time. And it's it's one thing too. I did a, t- a TEDx on starting over. And so I'm like, okay, I got to back to practice what you preach. And yep. I was actually chatting with your ex-husband Jade, um, cause he's going through some kind of starting over things at the beginning too. And what I said to him was like, if we really believe in what we preach and what we say that if you took everything away from us, if you took everything away, but you still have your knowledge, you know, like if you invest in yourself and you have your knowledge and you have your education and all of that, that you can build something again. If we really believe that, then we would do it. But the biggest problem is the discouragement and the the confidence that you start to lose in yourself. And so I was going back and forth with Jade. I'm like, dude, you're going to crush it. You're fine. You're great. And I'm like, me on the other hand, he's like, no, I believe in you. <laughs> and so it's funny because we can see in other people, we're like, they're fine. They're going to make it out of this alive. But when you're in it, you don't feel like that at all. It's been, for me, um, I had to my email list, I pulled off um, the platform I was using about a year ago. I meant to just upload it the next month and then I didn't. And then suddenly it's two months, three months, and then it's like a year. I'm like, oh, I haven't emailed my list in a long time. So it went to like, you can't just start blasting your list with sales. Otherwise you're going to go to spam. And so I had to do a whole system of breaking it down into segments and then kind of figuring out what I'm going to say and getting people to open and trying to make compelling. And then it's like, then getting into something I'm going to sell And it just went through this whole process of like really cleaning and deleting people. And so I started with a much bigger list and now it's just, it's whittled its way down. And so I go, man, I'm starting with not only, I'm not starting from zero for sure, but I'm starting from way less than I had before. And so 
in my mind, I have to adjust the results I'm expecting to get because I know that I can't get the results I used to get at a completely different number. And the algorithms, people don't see my stuff as much as they used to. You know, I have to adjust for open rates and all of this. So the main lesson I've been getting out of this is just ma- <laughs> I did um, a workshop last week. I did two workshops and I went over the nine keys to success that I learned from one of my coaches. And I actually just put that on the, one of the last episodes. And one of them is overcoming and mastering discouragement. Mm. And I realized that that's probably the number one thing. We talk about mindset here all the time. And this is definitely a mindset thing is getting to manage your expectations and getting your mind right about what things are going to take. Because all it really is, is about building momentum. But getting that momentum feels so heavy and so hard at the beginning. So I got off my workshop and I only had um, had like 14 people sign up and maybe eight people on or 12 people sign up and eight people on or something. It wasn't a lot, which I didn't expect a ton. And when I finished it, I was like, I just felt so good immediately because I'm like, oh my God, I did it just like just do the thing, right? Like just just get momentum because I knew that was important. And then this old like critic came in. It was like, fucking idiot. You only had eight people show up. So then I like went to the closet, just started crying. And I'm like, dude, just do it. Like don't let that part of yourself win. But it was that piece of myself that just was like, I should have been emailing for the last three years. I should have been talking about this. Mm -hmm. Like now I got to start at this. Like I got to start with so few people. And if I had been doing all the things I know I'm supposed to do, if I had been consistent, then I wouldn't be here now. But again, it's, we talked about this in the last episode, self-compassion. It's kind of like starting in the holidays or like starting a new meal plan. Maybe you haven't been working out since COVID and you're like, if I had been working out, I don't, I wouldn't have to lose 40, 50 pounds. But at the at the outset, you got to start from square one regardless. So beating yourself up while you're doing it isn't going to help. So I let myself cry and then I just had to laugh about it. I'm like, what did you expect, bitch? Like, this is how it's going to be. You know you can do this. You're going to figure it out. It's going to be fine. But I want to share this because one, because I'm going through it in real time. And also a lot of you are starting off and you don't have the experience of sometimes I think it's better when you don't know it's what almost, to expect. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's better when you don't know what to expect or if you've never had success, you don't you can't compare it to your past self. Right. So it can be really tricky when you've had success in the past and then you feel like a loser going forward. So I'm like, oh God, like this is bad. But on the other hand, that past success should be, at least in my mind, should be proof that it's possible. But often we use it as a weapon against ourselves to be like, mm. look, you're not doing as good as you used to be. Even in relationships, you know, like your marriage used to be good and now we're doing terrible or we do this with our with our body. Like I used to be an athlete. Now look at me. I suck. I can't even get up a flight of stairs without being out of breath. It's like, great. That might be true, but it's not helpful. It's definitely not helpful because at some point you do have to in anything. And I'm glad you brought up relationships and also like, you know, health because I think we see this a lot in weight loss. And I remember even getting up on stage the first time I had lost 20 pounds to get on stage um, at my leanest ever. And I remember just thinking to myself, this is my new normal now, mm. which is fucking dangerous. Right. So I, then I got off stage, gained back 15 pounds in like two weeks. And then I literally felt like, and it was funny because up until that point, I never thought anything bad about my body. It was just mm-hmm. like, this is just my body. But then I saw it in a mass, like I saw it in a different light and it's the same thing with success, right? I know what's possible. I've done it before. So now I just have to keep it up yeah. when in actuality it was so unrealistic for me. And so you have to almost like unlearn this sort of perfectionism 
in a way, this sort of like, and I, I will speak similarly when you get to like, especially in your business, if you get to a new revenue level, right? Like mm-hmm. say you're like, oh, I'm at six figures or I'm at 10K months, sevens a lot of my clients, they'll have one month where they hit 10K or they have a couple months in a row where they hit 10K and what do they think? I can never make less than that now, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it becomes this massive amount of pressure, this massive stress that every single month I got to hit 10K or else, yeah. right? And so, you know, I'm, I'm at six figures. I can never get make less than $100,000. And like, we have this feeling we have to keep it up. And so for a lot of people, they don't even fucking start. Or they just say, fuck it, because they're like, well, and it's been definitely a lesson for us. We've been at a certain revenue level the last three years. And I do, I am, I have started to feel like, well, now we can never go below that. Mm -hmm. Right. And which is just, I mean, of course we could, if we needed to, right. And say I got sick or I don't know, something happens in the business. Like, yeah, there's probably going to be times where like, we're not going to be as productive or we're not going to be like constantly striving. I think it's a fucking huge mindset trap to be like, it needs to always be better. And, or I know what it could have looked like, and this just isn't good enough. When meanwhile, you know, if you were just starting out and it was your first month in business and you were like, holy fuck, I got like 12 people to pay me money to come and hear me talk. And I had eight people live on the call. That's amazing. But you can't see it from that light because you at one point saw something else. And so it is, it's a massive mind fuck. So how do you handle something like this where you think it's going to be this thing or you have this expectation that I know it could be better, but it's, it's down here. I know it could be up here, but the reality is it's right here. How do you keep moving forward when you're feeling let down time after time, let down, let down, let down, let down, like, yeah. It's amazing people just don't tap the fuck out. Dude, it's easy to tap out. And it's definitely one of the things I think a lot of people do or want to, or they tap out and they realize that that didn't help. So they go back and they do a start stop for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I know that was, I know that was me with some of my fitness stuff. Um, It's like starting and then stopping and like, fuck it, I quit. And then like, no, I can't quit. And so it's really easy to do that. And I think I don't know the like full answer because I think it's one, just recognizing that it's human to feel that way. And then finding a support system, whether that's friends who understand, maybe not friends and family who aren't in the business and don't really get it, but maybe who's been through before, somebody who's maybe doing a little better than you and in their business and who's been down that path and can say, hey, I get I get it. Like I understand where you're at. You've got this. Someone who believes in you or hiring a coach or having a coach who believes in you. I think what was nice about talking to Jade was I said, you're going to laugh at this. You're like, we can kind of commiserate. Um, but in a way it's like, I know he, he gets it and I get it and we can both go like cheer each other on or like, even with you, you know, I sent you the message too. And you're like, you're not a loser. And it's just like, I know, but I, I feel like one right now and I just need to share this. And then I also need my friends to be like, hey, you did the thing. Like, just keep going. You're fine. And having those people in your corner is super, super helpful. When you're doing it alone and entrepreneurship can be so lonely, that's when you really need to dig deep. And that's why being in mentorship, if you don't have any friends yet like that, it's nice to be in some kind of container like a mastermind or group coaching where there's other people who are alongside you that you can share your struggles with or a mentor that you can share your struggles with who can say, hey, I've done that. I've been there. Like, it's going to be fine. This is what I did to get out. This is what you might want to try too. Or they can maybe see something that you aren't able to see yet. So that's when mentorship and having a support system well, they can just normalize much. it. They yeah. can have, like you can just have someone who's like, this happens all the time in something like FBA, which is my more beginner to online business course is like, yeah. they'll like, I'm just like, they'll just say like, they think it should have been this. And I'm like, why did you think you would have 
250 people on that webinar. Right. You literally just started, yeah. you know? And so like, so just to normalize the norms, you know, like you mm-hmm. need to be around people who are just like, Hey, actually that's a really good, I had a client earlier today and we're looking at her like automated sales funnel. And she, I was like, these numbers are great. She's like, well, the landing page is really, you know, kind of janky and this and that. And I was like, dude, it's producing with non, do not fucking touch it. And she was like, well, that's good. I, she's like, I didn't even know if this was good. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. I look at yeah. a lot of funnels, like <laughs> these numbers are good. Yeah. And so I think even if you're around people doing it, you, or a coach or a mentor can be like, actually, that's like a really great show up rate or like, cause you just, we just pull shit out of our ass. Same thing happens with when we have clients who want fat loss, right? How many times did you have a client who wanted to lose weight and they're trying so hard and they're like, it's not working. And you're like, what, what's not, what makes you think it's not working? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, I've been dieting for two weeks and I'm only down four pounds. And we'd be like, actually, that's great. That's like really fucking awesome progress, you yeah. know? So it's like, we just make up these things because we go, it's so hard or like mm-hmm. I'm doing so much. I deserve to be further along. Right. Yeah. And we just make it up. And so it's like actually being rooted in reality, which is hard, right? Cause you're just like, ah, but I, I should be, or I, I want to be there faster or whatever. The reality is reality. And I think it's when you have people like you're saying in your corner who can be like, actually, that's fucking awesome. Or, oh, even just if you're at the same level as someone else, like this happens in FBA, they're like, hey, is anyone else having this experience? And they're like, oh, I'm having this experience. It's like, okay, well, at least we're all having this experience together. So it can't just be me. I think uh, at least with me gaining back all that weight after my first competition, that was in 2006. And no one was talking about weight regain at the time. No one was talking about rebounding. No one was talking about reverse dieting. I felt like a fucking loser because I was like, how else is, how are all these people just like being able to diet like this all the time and like doing this? I just felt like I was the only person. And so I love that you mentioned being in either masterminds or mentorships or coaching programs where you can really just connect with other people at your same level. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Yeah. Having a mentor too, like one to know, I like the word you used was normalize. It is so important to know what the numbers are. We just, um, Jeff and I spoke at a mastermind last weekend in Philadelphia. We were just kind of sharing like funnel numbers. Like if you do a workshop and, or a webinar, what the show up rate you expect to be and what conversion rates expect to be. And they're low, right? Like, especially to call, if you're advertising to cold traffic, you might get a 1% conversion rate if you're selling on a webinar. Well, to some people, they're going to go, oh my gosh, only one person signed up. But if you look at their numbers, you're like, that's about what you could have expected to show up. So in order to fix that, we got to get more people on top of funnel. What was interesting too was this um, weekend, the guy we were helping upsold a high-end program and he closed about 85, no, like 90% of the room. And I've never seen that in my life. A 10K, wow. a 10K program in 90% of the room. And it was funny because we were kind of discussing what he needs to change and do different. And there was a whole lot of things he needed to do different. But I said, also, just let me say that if you close 90% of the room, I don't think there's anything you could have done different to close the last like five people that didn't sign up. So what you did was 
out like outstanding and probably won't happen again because this was a very, very hot audience. So often when you're new, sometimes your first customers are really hot because they know you. But then as you start to grow and get more cold customers, you're not going to close as many people. So those are other expectations you have to be aware of. And so for me, I have a lot of people who've been on my list for a long time, I understand that they've heard my shit for the last five, six, seven years. So not a lot of them are buying because they already have. I mean, I had, what's funny is I had a girl come to my workshop and she signed up for my course, but she'd already bought the course three years ago. I had to refund her. (laughs) I said, babe, you already have this course. But she was like, oh, I thought maybe it was different. And I'm like, I would love to keep your money, but no, like, let me just get your login again. You must've forgotten. But I have people who've been with me for so long, I need to get new people. So it's also important to know where you are in the journey. If you're really new, you might have a lot of success at the beginning. But then once you've kind of talked through all those, your first hot leads, you got to find people who don't know you to sell to. And that's a mm-hmm. different strategy. And that's mm-hmm. also a different, it's going to make you feel different. Like you might feel like you're not as good and it doesn't mean you're not as good. It just means you have to get people to know you and they have to be in the sales cycle longer. Mm, so good. I'm, I'm. See, this is my shit. I like we're talking strategy now. Yeah. Just trying to do yeah. a business podcast, no, I which I don't it. mind it. <laughs> but you know what? This is really good. I think because I love that you said that. And really, I I experienced this a lot with my clients in 2020 and 2021. I call them unicorn years because so many of my clients, like everything they did turned to gold, like everything they touched turned to gold. And they got this really false sense of like, oh, this is really easy. Or, oh, I just do A plus B and I'll get C results. And and then 2022 was a different story. Not because people weren't necessarily buying, but they just like, they had mopped up all their warmest leads. Everyone already bought their stuff. And and also people are going back to the gyms and they didn't want to do workouts at home anymore and like all these kind of changes that happen. So those are people I think that was really tough on them mentally because they had success really quickly. And meanwhile, you and I have been doing this for a long time. So I was like, I was very aware of like what was going on at the time, like maybe not at the actual time, but like a year later, I was like, oh, (laughs) yes. Because there was so much talk around lockdown and COVID that like, oh, everything's terrible. And of course, if you had a brick and mortar, yeah, you did shut it down and it was terrible for you. But if you had an online business, people were open to more virtual solutions at that time. So a lot of my clients jumped online. They took everything online, blew up. Then they want to stay online, yeah, not go back to the gyms. And then they're in for like kind of a rude awakening. Like, oh, this really isn't all that easy. And I'm like, it's actually not. Like, welcome to what the rest of us have been doing for the last 10 years, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, all those kind of things really matter too. But if you are at the beginning stages and, you know, one of the things I loved about when you and I started, so in 2010-ish, 2011, was there weren't like likes on posts back then. Yeah. You know, there wasn't this immediate feedback. So I would just write a blog and just share it on social media, but there was no instantaneous feedback of like, is this good? Right. Mm-hmm. So there right now we're just seeing this is a different way to interact. We're getting immediate feedback and we're going, oh, that only got five likes. I only got 11 likes. I am sure if there were likes back then, I would have only gotten four too, you know, but like, because there wasn't, I was just like, well, I'm just blogging, right? It just was almost like I'm going to blog and then it just is out in the ether. It wasn't like one gets instantaneous feedback of like, this is bad, this is good, this is right, this is wrong. And so I think if you could maybe, I don't know how to say this, but like maybe turn the blinders on to some of the numbers, then just go, I just want to create this post. I'm just, I know it's going to be a while. I know I'm just going to create a body of work. I'm going to just put it out there and just I'm going to put it out there because if it even helps one person, it's worth it. You kind of have to have that mentality and shut your, you know, put your blinders on to some of the shiny objects and the likes. And, and also I want to validate 
when Danny and I were getting started online, there was no one who – like we weren't seeing people have 100,000 followers, right? That wasn't a thing. Followers wasn't a thing back then. In Facebook, you got to have 5,000 friends and that was it. You capped at 5,000. That was sort of it. And so we're just seeing numbers that we've never seen before. We're like, you're literally next door neighbor could have a million followers on Instagram. And you're yeah. just like, uh, do I suck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just – it's comparison I feel like is on steroids. And it's so hard to keep going sometimes when – all of that comparison is right in front of your face all the time. And so I think you do have to to appeal to a higher purpose, which I'm sure that's what you're doing now. It's like, look, I want to get my stuff back. I want to feel my power again. I want to help people again. I have this great program. I want to get in people's, um, you know, get them some results with their money stuff. And it's like, cool. Then you have to just go back to like, that's why I'm doing this yeah. ultimately, you know, it's- which is easier said than done. I think one of the biggest pieces is the loss of confidence. And what I know that builds confidence is just reps and doing things over and over. So it's like, God, my confidence feels like I got kicked in the nuts. And at the same time, I know the only thing to build the confidence is just to do the thing again and also risk having some failures and, and just messing up and not getting like, not getting it right. And it's totally okay. And I think it's just being able to put yourself out there again and again. And the comparison piece is tricky, especially at the beginning, because you're seeing so many people and the big thing too, again, we know this, we know, we don't know the whole picture, but even in business, I mean, you and I see this all the time where someone will put in their bio, like seven figure business owner, eight figure, we're like eight, nine, We've seen like 10 figure business owner. You're like, I'm like what is that even? What even what? is that? How much and money what? is that even? Like how and what and what? Like, no. What are you even selling? I'm, I'm like, even, I don't even know what you're doing. What you do. There's so much, there's so much smoke and mirrors. And I can tell you so many people I know who have seven figure businesses, but they spend seven figures to make that. So they're not really making any money at all. I was just, I've been watching Shark Tank actually. Um, the last couple nights is like episode, episode. And they are asking, so what's your revenue? And then what's your profitability? And a lot of times they're like, well, we did 800,000 in sales and everyone's like, woo, nice job. And they're like, so how much have you profited? And they're like, well, we're going in the hole about 20,000 a month. It's like, you know, there's the reality, there's numbers, there's our gross revenue, and then there's also net. And so we can't also be deceived by people who are sharing their top line numbers and we don't know their actual numbers. It is Mm -hmm. very, very easy to buy customers but at what cost? You can acquire a customer. It might cost you $100 to, to acquire a customer. But if you're spending $100 to get a $27 customer, you're losing money. So it's really important. And this goes back to, again, mentorship and having someone who knows. Um, Jeff and I worked with a, a client a couple of years ago and over the last few years. And one of the things he kept getting distracted by was seeing what everyone else was doing. And what we had was something that was working. It was just small at first. So we were bringing in good numbers and good conversion rates, but the numbers were small because our budget was small. But you have to know what, like what you said about your client, looking at the conversion numbers or looking at their funnels and pages and going, these are actually really good numbers. Keep doing what you're doing. Sometimes we think something's not working, so we drop it and try something new and that doesn't seem to be working. But the truth is, whatever you were doing was working, you just haven't done it long enough. And I know if I just keep doing something long enough, they will pay off, but it's just because they didn't have the big numbers at first, didn't mean it didn't work. It's just, that's the percentages that you're going to get when you have small numbers at the beginning. Totally. And, re- and imagine like 
doing something one time and going, well, that didn't work. And then having to fucking start from scratch again with a brand new program. Like to me, uh, you know, first time we launched FBA, we had 30 people. And I was so grateful for that because I was like, it's a brand new program. It doesn't have a reputation yet. I was like, no one even knows what they're going to get. Like, I'm so thankful 30 people sign up. This last launch, we had like 130 something. So it's like, but that took seven launches. Imagine after the first one, if I was like, oh, that was a a failure and like never fucking stuck with it. But so many of us do that. But then I'm starting from scratch again. And now there's no consistency with my offers and I'm not building reputation with my offers and people aren't seeing it, putting on their vision boards and all the kind of things you want them to do, saving up for it because we're starting from scratch every time. It's the same analogy we talked about with food, right? You start a diet and it didn't work and then you like versus if you just stuck with it and tried to troubleshoot it it would get there. So I think a lot of this comes down to like, are you willing to just be bored in your business? Like mm-hmm. a lot of it comes down to, it doesn't have to be like fun, exciting and growing every second. It's like, this is a puzzle to be solved. And are you willing to sit there and solve it and, and eat shit at times, right? Like and yeah. eat humble pie at times and just be like, okay, like my ego wants to be here, but the reality is I'm here. So if I do want to get here, I got to fucking stick with it. You can't skip steps. And I mean that, and that's in anything, right? That's relationships too. That's your health. I mean, it's so applicable to so many things, but we just want, I mean, we're in a, we're in a culture of fast fixes, right? We're in a, a culture of, I wanted it yesterday. Yeah. And so I think it now is the opportunity to do what we're talking about. So few people are willing to do it. If you're willing to stick with a problem, you're already in the top 1% of, of business owners, right? So many people tap out. There's like, they say patience is a virtue, but it really, it really is. It is so hard. I can be patient. Like I am very impatient about lines, will not stand in a line. I will leave a store. I'm impatient about a lot of things, but I know that in certain things in business, you have to be patient and you have to be consistent over time with body. And I, you know, I learned this from being a trainer, really. Um, I just know when I worked with so many clients, I worked a lot of weight loss clients and I realized that I could not take in a, take any client for less than three months because I was telling them at the beginning, you will not see, like you will start to, after four weeks, you're going to start to feel different. You're going to feel stronger. You're going to feel like, Ooh, my muscles feel stronger, but like my clothes don't fit different yet. After eight weeks, you'll start to notice a difference. And then after 12 weeks, your friends finally will. And you're gonna be like, what are you doing? You look so good. And you're like, I've been working out for three fucking months and you're just noticing now. So the truth of the matter is so many things are like that. Like you have to just keep going, keep going until when people finally start asking you what you're doing to get successful, you've already been doing this shit for six months, nine months, 10 years. You're like, I've been doing this for a long fucking time and you're just right. now noticing, but that's the truth. It's you have to be really consistent at this small stuff over and over and over and it starts to pick up steam and gain momentum. And mm-hmm. so for me, where I'm at right now is just going, just get fucking momentum, bitch. Like get some momentum because- Without that, it's just, it's the start, stop, start, stop. It's like with with a car and gasoline. They say you use the most gas when you're stop and go traffic. If you're moving, you already have momentum going and your car kind of coasts. It doesn't use as much energy to be on the freeway as it does if you're in stop and go traffic. You use a lot less gas that way. And it's the same thing with anything. Once you get moving, you're going to use a lot less energy. It's going to get easier. Um, You're going to find success and wins. But that beginning is going to be where you're using all of that energy to get get it off the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. It's a good one. Well, I'm proud of you. And if you're listening and you're just getting started, I am proud of you too. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that you brought up the part about smoke and mirrors because that's going to be so fucking discouraging when you see other people who, like, especially people who start around your time and you're like, how are they making 
that much money already like and then you go like i shouldn't i should i be doing that it's just a fucking trap it just really is so i'm glad you brought that up but if you're listening to this and you're just getting started we want you to know that time's gonna pass anyway you know so what would you like just what would you be doing anyway? Like time's going to pass anyway. You might as well take steps towards something that you want to create for yourself. To me, it's the best use of your time. No one gets to skip steps. Every single person who's ever been successful has started with one follower, one subscriber, one fucking customer, right? Like everyone starts with that. And so I think if you're listening to this and you are in a place of discouragement, realize that if you do want to be successful, be in the 1% of people who keep going because so many people tap out and then you get to be so proud of yourself when you do because you're like, yo, looking around being like, these people started with me and no one's around anymore, right? And there's that feeling of like, wow, I was able to do something not a lot of people could. And then to your point, building confidence and really just feeling proud of yourself. To me, that's sort of the reward in, in addition to all the other amazing benefits of staying the course. But there's something, it really does build your confidence and there's the only one way to get better at something, only one way to is to stick with it. So Anyway, it's a good one. Good reminder for us. Well, love it, guys. If you have not yet, please go to our podcast page on Apple iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Five stars and leave a little note on what you like about the show. You can share a particular episode if you like or just what you think of the shows in general. We would just super appreciate it. That helps other people see us and know that our show is legit. And um, as always, we just appreciate you listening to us, sticking us in your earballs and sharing us on social. And if you share on stories, we will always reshare you. So make sure you tag us at The Best Life Podcast on Instagram. And we'll see you on the next episode. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.